Redbox Media Programming is brought to you by... We've got good news. The world is open again, and people like you, people of faith, are traveling to Catholic sites around the world. Want to travel with exceptional Catholic leaders this fall, next year, or in the future? Are you looking to see specific sites, celebrate traditional Latin Mass, or travel to destinations without vaccine requirements? We are here to help you deepen your faith on pilgrimage. Give us a call at 1-800-842-4842 or visit us online at selectinternationaltours.com. Select International Tours is your pilgrimage company, and we have the perfect Catholic trip for you. Are you looking to serve God and society? Consider putting your gifts to work as a lawyer. Ave Maria School of Law has been educating faith-filled lawyers for over 20 years. Ave Maria School of Law is committed to training lawyers to use law appropriately around the moral issues of our time. Visit AveMariaLaw.edu to learn more about integrating your faith with a law degree. Good morning, Father. Good morning, Father. How are you doing? Good morning, Father Ricardo. I'm doing well. How are you? I'm fine. So it's July. We're getting into sort of the, the heat of summer now. I've got a question. How is your parish garden? I've been really fascinated by this. It's going well. It's a small garden. We wanted it to be a community garden, but I said, let's begin with something that we will call a parish garden, and we'll see what happens. Mm -hmm. We started a garden that is a... The Sacred Heart has a, a whole area that is all grass, and there was nothing. So I thought, and I convinced others, that we should start a garden. And and one of the things we planted is, is vines, because Jesus speaks so often of vines. And and if you look at our wonderful Facebook, you will see how when the school was still in session, I would take the children with me and we would water the plants. Ah. I, I was in charge of watering the first week and it rained the whole week. I preached about it the following Sunday. <laughs> God is with me. <laughs> That's right. We have people taking turns and, and a guy whose name is Rick Bonini, he's helping me a lot. And Terry and Kathy, two parishioners who are also helping us. We hope to do it well this year and then... Maybe in the future it will become a, a community garden so that more families will or classrooms from the school would have plots of land. There is a lot of space. I'm excited about that. Maybe you know this about me, that I obsess over new things and then I learn everything I can and then I move to something else, mm -hmm. which I don't think is bad. It's, my father thought it was bad, but I think it's great. So one year it was baking, another year, year was something else, cooking, piano. this or that. Piano. Thank you for remembering <laughs> remembering that. Now it's it's planting. So I also have a little mini garden in, in, in a very small patio that I have in the parish. I have a couple of beds, planting beds, and I've been experimenting with seeds and, and several ways of planting. So that's the obsession of the year. All right. Excellent. My other obsession is the gospel. Yes, exactly. Let's look to the gospel. That's That'll why good. we are here. 15th Sunday in Ordinary Time. This is episode 231. And where is the gospel from? We are continuing the reading of, of Mark's gospel. Today is chapter 6, verses 7 to 13. Certainly a continuation of what we read last week. Jesus summoned the twelve and began to send them out two by two and gave them authority over unclean spirits. He instructed them to take nothing for the journey but a walking stick, no food, no sack, no money in their belts. They were, however, to wear sandals, but not a second tunic. He said to them, Wherever you enter a house, stay there until you leave. Whatever place does not welcome you or listen to you, 
leave there and shake the dust off your feet in testimony against them. So they went off and preached repentance. The twelve drove out many demons, and they anointed with oil many who were sick and cured them. Good connection to last week. I think so. You know, and that, How? How? Uh, well, I'd say that moving on. Now we're transitioning to the 12 apostles here. I said Jesus always moving forward. And that's the thing here with, uh, with the 12. This is one of my favorite passages. Whenever Jesus does this, uh, especially here, first of the 12, go out, go out into the whole world, two by two, which is such, such a beautiful reminder of the communal life of the church, the importance of sometimes complementary personalities and approaches. And, but just going out. That's why I see a connection from last week. Okay. You don't see that. I see that. So this is one of the Gospels that I could preach on my sleep. It's, it's one that I have studied before, and I will have a question for you. I would say that one way to look at it is that when Jesus is sending his apostles for the first time on a mission, he tells them not to take anything extra. Just take what you need to walk, the sandals and the, and the walking stick. And everything else we take, and, and poetically, we could say that we sometimes encounter people and we carry so much baggage, right? And, and I tell someone, yes, I'm a very, you, both of us are very reverent now, no? And we could say that, I'm a very reverent, I'm a priest, or I'm this, or I'm that. And what we are really doing is putting distance between the people and we encounter and ourselves. I think Jesus is asking for a, for a, very, a very pure, be yourself in a different way. Would, would you agree to that? That's a really wonderful way to think about this. And I think you're right about that. That's a really a, a wonderful spiritual take on this. Yeah. Be who you are. God calls us as we are. And yeah, so be that. Then the second part, whatever you enter a house, stay there until they want. If they don't want you, move on. And how many times, this is good life advice for anybody, right? Living advice. Good yeah. life. If they don't want you, just move on. Sometimes we, we try to convince everybody we, we try to get everybody on board. We keep insisting on things that are not working out. And Jesus says, whenever they don't receive you, move on. Try for a time, but know that sometimes you just need to move on. I would even go further and to say, as it concerns friendships and relationships. So certainly with the bond of marriage, there's a commitment there. There's a promise in good time and in bad. But as we think about our relationships with others and yeah, how we relate to others, there's a point where we need to say, it's time to move on. This is not productive. This is not healthy. This is not leading to God, but rather taking away. But it's time to move on as well. So I might think about that as another way to approach this. Or a parishioner or a program at a parish or... or a program doesn't, the garden doesn't work or doesn't do what I thought it would do, which I thought it would be very educational for the school children or our children in the faith formation program. One way to bring people together and then eat tomatoes also because we hope to get some produce. But if it doesn't do that, I had a dream, I had a vision. It didn't work. Maybe you try again, but how many times can you try something that doesn't work? And I think what's important, I think it's a very good example, because we do this often in life, then we want to consider it a failure. So I did something wrong, someone else did something wrong, rather than, yeah, it just didn't work. I mean, we tried something. Like the eagle song, no? There is no really wasted time. That's There's right. There's no really wasted yes. I'm a big Eagles fan. I didn't know you're a fan of I the am. Eagles. You're I am. coming I am. from Spain? <laughs> Were they big, in, well, big, big internationally? I'm a very cosmopolitan Spaniard. <laughs> Now I have a very important question for yes. you. Yes. Do you think this sending of the disciples is successful or not? 
Very good question. So I have always envisioned, and I'd like to believe that this is the case, that in some way, these 12 being sent out are then connected to the larger group of 72, the 72 disciples that are out, and then we think about really the evangelization to the world. However, we just finished the Easter season, and we were looking at the Acts of the Apostles, and we we're looking at the time after Jesus ascended into heaven. And you get the sense that while there are groups of people who come along, that uh, in fact, the numbers are pretty small, at least at that point. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I question numerically whether there's success, but I'm looking at numbers. I'm falling into that trap of looking at numbers. What I'm doing is looking yeah. at what Jesus tells them to do mm -hmm. and what they actually do. Yeah. What does he tell them to do? So what he tells them to do, he gives them authority over unclean spirits. And what do they do? And what they do is... They preach repentance. Yeah. yeah that's that's not what Jesus point. told them. It's very nice. Mm -hmm. So I think there is something there, but I would need more time to know what the heck is going on there. I think you've got a really good observation there. Always we've got to reflect on what has Jesus said and what did I actually do? And then how do I get upset when it seems like it doesn't work? I think he gave them authority over unclean spirits. And when they come back, it says that they drove out many demons. That seems to be the same, right? Mm -hmm. Unclean spirits and demons should be the same thing. But it really says authority over unclean spirits. That's it. But they preach repentance and, yeah. and there is something there. Right. Something that I'm not sure we may be even able to research and really understand why why does this happen. Interesting thought. Hmm. And they anointed with oil many who were sick and cured them. He didn't ask them to do that. It's not bad. Mm-hmm. But that's not what the command was. But let me just propose something. What happens with the 12 is it's presumed that this doesn't happen just once, but he sends them out, but then they come back to Jesus. How mm -hmm. important it is to come back to Jesus. So in fact, if I believe you might be right, what if they had failed or not done things very well at particular points? How important it is to come back to Jesus to reset, you know, mm -hmm. to start fresh, to receive his mercy, his fresh start as they go then back out and they do it better the next time. And even in, in business life, don't we evaluate things? Don't we try something and then we evaluate it and, and we make decisions or change things depending on how that feedback or that evaluation goes? That's what will happen, actually. The disciples will come back. Jesus will take them apart. In Luke, it's very clear that there are several sendings. Mark is a little bit more subtle, but the same thing happens. But I agree with you. It's about coming back and, and, and learning from the experience. Good. Yeah, a beautiful passage. There's a lot here. But yeah, that sense of being sent out, I think, is really worth some really important prayer this particular week. And what do we do then? And our relationship to the Lord Jesus, how faithful are we to that? And yeah, there's a lot to pray about here. Excellent. Well, this has been good. So this week I remembered my pen. So you saw me writing, actually, writing down some of the things that you've mentioned. So that might show up. And I don't write things down, but I end up many times re-listening to the podcast ah. and, and using many of your brilliant ideas. <laughs> Excellent. All right. How about next week? Let's get together and keep talking about how your garden is going. The cauliflowers and the grapes and the, and the tomatoes we planted. Yeah. Yes. I want to report uh, as we go along next I'll week. I'll bring you some. All right. Take care. Bye.
This is Kevin O'Brien of EWTN's Theater of the Word. I'm excited also to teach middle school and high school literature, speech, and drama with homeschoolconnections.com, an online Catholic curriculum provider. Your student can meet with me online for a live, interactive class. Whether you take apologetics with John Martinoni or grade school with Jackie De La Viaga or any of the other 400-plus courses with homeschoolconnections.com, online Catholic learning for your homeschooling family is available for you.